Hello, happy new year. <laughs> um, I think that, um, I don't know where to start. You know how I am with these uh, podcasts. I do no preparation. I come in just raw dogging it, literally just talking at my screen. And if I think of something to talk about, I talk about it. But I do ask you guys like beforehand, like if there's anything you want to talk about. Um, But also today, everybody's going back to work. Are we all tired? I guess. Because like I also took quite a bit of time off as well for the holidays. And I feel like you know, it's important to also take time to myself, even though I'm just a mere content creator, (laughs) whatever that means. Anyway, uh, there's so much that's happened since I've done my last podcast. I'm actually in quite a positive mood today. So hopefully no rants or bitching. I mean, there's going to be at least a little bit. I mean, come on now. Um, Still don't have a mic. (laughs) don't trust anything I say because I keep saying I'm going to get a mic and I just forget. I really do. And also I'm a little illiterate. I don't even know how I would set it up. Anyway, I'm sure it's a little bit more self-explanatory than I'm making it out to be. I'm a little dramatic, right? All right. So perfume of the day sponsor Lake and Sky. Um, let's talk about it. I am wearing Saffron Dusk, which honestly, it's one of my favorites from the brand because it's a rose perfume. It features saffron, a very peppery opening, which I love. Um, leather, neroli, vetiver, sandalwood, um, very romantic, very romantic. But I think that the neroli adds like this nice warmth to it that I just think that it it sets it apart from most rose leather scents. And um, I actually layered it with Reptile from Celine, which if you caught my stories today, that's the perfume that I featured in my stories. But I decided to throw this on, and it's such a good combination, especially I think the moss and the musk from uh, Reptile. It just makes it a little bit more cool girl vibes, if that makes sense. Anyways, I love this brand. They are um it's female owned I love the owner she's so sweet she's always supportive of me so um she did give me a discount code for their website so you could um use it for their candles which amazing they have this little trilogy candle set right now which is so good um it's a link in my bio always know where to find it but if you don't use that link you can just use o pretty 15 I think it's OH Pretty 15. (laughs) And you can save 15% and you can try their um, sample set. And I do believe it's international. So, okay, excuse me. (laughs) She's a little um, still recovering. I don't know why, but like my, I've been sick on and off since late November, I would say. I'm starting to feel better now, but at the weather that is just changing back and forth. I don't know why. I just, I'm a little sickly. Like, what is that? Um, let's see. What should we talk about first? I think first things first. Um, I'll talk about my trip, but I want to talk about like my new year's resolutions while, um, it's, you know, I think on the top of my mind, I've have a few and I shared them on not so pretty things which I don't know how much I'm going to use that account going forward. I think that account is fun. I love doing my lives there because I feel like in a, I feel like comfort 
and doing it there. Whereas if I did, oh, you pretty things, holy shit, <laughs> people are going to be like a mass unfollowing me because I don't think, I don't think my personality is necessarily everyone's cup of tea. And so they like seeing my pretty things or like me talk about perfume, but I don't think everybody really wants to know who I am. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not like one of those influencers who's necessarily a personality unless you actually fuck with me if that makes sense like if you fuck with me you know I have a personality but anyways let's see first things first I'm not dating in January I you guys <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever been on so many dates in my life than I have been in the year 2022. When I say so many dates, she was looking for love and she, oh, holy shit, fell miserably time and time again. And I kept telling myself, oh God, it stopped. Hold on. And I, sorry, it only lets me record in five minute intervals. So if it stops like that, my bad. Um, so I was definitely looking for love and I definitely put myself out there. And I do believe that's the only way you're going to find it. Like it's not just going to fucking fall into my lap. It's really not. Um, but I do have some opinions. Like it doesn't matter if I meet someone on Bumble or if I meet them at a bar. I've done both this year or if I met them in public, like through a friend or whatever. Organically or through an app intentionally, Men are the same, and I don't care what anyone says. I think dating in a big city is harder than maybe dating in a smaller city because New York City, Paris, London, everywhere I went going on dates, the men, holy shit, like, it's so depressing. Like, I'm, they all just want to hook up. The, I mean, not all of them. Like, there are some guys that I dated who really – was wanting a relationship this year. And I ruined that as well. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me if I'm too, like, aggressive for men. And I think that could be, well, that's at least what I've, some feedback I've gotten. <laughs> they think, a few men think that I, but also fuck that. Like, am I supposed to be submissive to men? You're a fucking man. <laughs> fuck, unless it's in bed. <laughs> I, I don't need to be, I should be able to have an opinion. You should be able to be, uh, secure enough in your manhood that you can hear a woman have an opinion and disagree with you or tell you how it really is. Like, I don't understand these men who just prefer these like submissive women. And I'm from the South, you guys. I know about traditional relationships, especially at my age. I, I, <laughs> that's what I thought I would have. I thought I would have that traditional relationship growing up because that's what my whole family had. Like from my grand, great-grandparents to my mom and dad who are still together. It was a, it's a traditional family, right? But, like, when you live in a city where everyone's gorgeous, everyone has cool jobs, everyone makes money, um, your options are, for men and women, You there's so many options. And so what happens is, is that people are like, well, what else is out there? Like, oh, I've had her. Now what? Well, what else is out there? People, you can't get bored with someone here because you will be exed. Okay, so back to my point because I'm on a tangent at this point. What I'm saying is I'm taking January off, and that's hard because I actually have dates planned for January, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to – because I really want to actually 
be disciplined and do these things that I've said I want to do. Um, there's a couple of guys who I really like. I'm talking to. I I can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> Never mind. I I don't know. The thing is, is that <laughs> it could be the type of guy I like, which is the finance bro type of guy. And the thing is, is that they're so nice. They're so, they have such good, charming personalities. I swear to God, I've never met one who did not have like the best, charming, outgoing personality. And they love you until they're bored with you, <laughs> um, but or you fight with them, or they want to go out with their bros Friday and Saturday night, every Friday and Saturday night. And then that is that actually is one of the biggest reasons I fight with these type of guys. Actually, I think um, they're just immature in a way, I guess. Uh, let's see what else. So I'm not dating. <laughs> well, God, if I don't make it to January 31st, is it 31st or 30th? 31st, right? If I don't make it, y'all just pretend like I never said any of this. Y'all just leave me alone. All right. What is my next goal? Oh, no drinking. So the thing is, is that like, I enjoy having cocktails for a first date. So I think Taking away the drinking aspect will definitely take away the dating aspect because I'm not going to go to a movie on a first date. I'm not going to go play golf, although that would be cute, maybe in the spring, but I would still want to have a beer or something just because like, I feel like I'm nervous on first dates and I think having drinks is the best way to like calm those nerves, although it can also lead to like the date being completely ruined if you get too drunk. Um... I think second dates, I like to go to eat. Third dates, I'm like more of that kind of girl who like, let's just hang in and like watch a movie maybe. Although I think that those, I think that is not a great idea. Like make them take you out. Because like, I feel like once you're at a third date and you're hanging out at, I think like on a third date, guys expect sex, you know? So uh, I don't know, maybe like hanging out in public as long as you can is best if you're trying to date seriously, but like never take my advice because I'm crying over a dude every fucking week. So, um, I'm just giving you my point of view. <laughs> I can't even call it advice. It's a point of view. All right. So my other goal, which I've already ruined because I got it yesterday, but no more Uber Eats, no more DoorDash. Um, literally my money is being drained because I'm being lazy and that's stupid because also I want to lose weight. And I, I mean, yes, I could order food that would be helpful for weight loss through DoorDash, but also I think it's harder. Just make your own food. I want to save money because, uh, I mean, honestly, like I'm freelance. This is, I've got to start saving money. I'm being so stupid and frivolous. And honestly, I regret buying the YSL bag, but we'll come back to that. I do love her. I'm going to fucking cherish that bag, but fuck, I just need to be smarter with my money. And I think it's important to talk to a lot of you about it because I have a lot of young followers and I don't want them to be completely frivolous like I am and think, because I know sometimes I look at some people and they're like, yeah, just get it. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm a weak little bitch sometimes. <laughs> I'm easily influenced myself. Like, and I, I have these, the way it comes down to like buying things frivolously, I black out. Like I don't reason in my mind. Like it's so weird. And I, I have to I wonder if anyone else does this because I'm just like, whenever I want to justify something, I'll justify it. And I can't. And that's impulsive 
and it's immature and uh, I need to get my shit together. And, I, and I'm feeling positive right now. I, I think I'm going to. <laughs> um, I'm starting this year with weight loss goals also. Um, I don't want to talk about everything. My mother had weight loss surgery like two weeks ago. She's very sick. She lost a lot of weight already. And she was going to pay for it for me to have because I was like, I really want to have. She told me not to do it. She said it's not worth it. Uh, just do it yourself. So I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to take her advice because it sounds scary. She's miserable, you guys. Um, so you know what? I've, I know how to lose weight. I've lost weight, gained weight my entire life. I know how to lose weight. It's not, I don't know how. It literally comes down to discipline and changing habits. And that's wherein lies the problem. I mean, I'm from the South. Like I grew up eating very calorie heavy food. So it's like kind of like my norm and it sucks. I wish my mom had been, if she ever hears this podcast, she'll be so mad, but I wish my mother had been more disciplined because when she gained weight as a mother, a young mom, I gained weight because she fed me the same shit she was eating. And, um, I feel like it was unfair. And honestly, if I ever had kids, I, and I don't know if this sounds right. I would be so not overly bearing, but I would be very aware of what they're eating because I would never want them to experience like the weight gains and weight losses that I've experienced over my life. I, I don't think it's fun. And so also I'm so short. That's the problem. I'm so, I'm five foot tall. I already have like a curvy figure, like naturally that it's easy for me to put on weight. So it, I feel like there's a lot of things working against me, but we're going to get it under control. I am starting like this year, I had already lost 10 pounds this year and I'm, I gained a little back, but like not, not even half of it. So she's, she's okay. She's okay right now. <laughs> I'm going to get moving. I'm, I don't know if I want to join the gym, but I am doing these little workout videos <laughs> on YouTube, which I love because I don't want to work out in front of people yet. I don't know why. I, they don't give a fuck. I know that, but I'm more comfortable working out in my own apartment and I feel like I'm more likely to do it if that makes perfect sense. Another goal of mine is literally to be on top of my skin. I have no reason to not be on top of my skincare, but I get depressed. Like I, I get depressed, I get overwhelmed and I just don't want to deal with shit sometimes. And I, you know, my skincare can take a hit, you know, I'm usually really good at always removing makeup. I'm good at applying moisturizer and stuff like that, but I have like dry to normal skin and I have to be on top of exfoliation. Otherwise my skin can get bad pretty fast. I would say, um, although I think it's also an easily fixed thing. Once I exfoliate and do some masks, it doesn't take too long for me to get my skin looking really good. Like a week tops. Um, I'm lucky that I don't have serious skin issues at all. I actually have really good skin. I would say, uh, knock on wood, but I want to like challenge myself to have not just good skin, but like, holy shit, why is your skin look so good kind of skin? And I think I could get there in a month. Like I just, I have all these masks. I have all these things I can use, all these cleansers. So we're going to put it to the test. Like, and so far I've been doing pretty good with this regimen of a day, a morning routine and a night routine. And I'm also like trying to mix up within the day a mask, which also makes me kind of redo my, my daytime routine as well. So 
we'll come back to this one. We'll have to revisit. Um, what else am I not doing? <laughs> um, there's something else. Hmm. Honestly, I just want to be like a little bit more grateful, have gratitude. Um, I really want to work on like having a more positive, like outlook. And I think doing these things that I'm telling you now will help honestly, because like I obsess over fucking men, stupid. And it puts me in a bad mood. It makes me depressed. Like when I'm like dating someone who's not treating me right. And like, um, fuck that. I want to be happy. I, I think happiness, you have to work on it too. I don't think people are just naturally happy. It's not natural. We're humans. We have emotions. We wouldn't even know happiness if we didn't have sadness. Um, I appreciate all the emotions that we feel actually. Um, and I've also thought at times that like, am I addicted to like sadness? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I am because I, I sometimes crave hurting my own fucking feelings or is it that I'm literally I just don't trust anybody so like I end up hurting my feelings I don't know we could deep dive into that but you guys aren't my therapist and I'm unloading on you at this point so maybe we move on to the next topic okay okay let's talk about my trip um this trip was so amazing I had so much fun and I think it was because I was I won I had friends this time that not the, not just dudes that I know that live in Paris, but I put myself out there and was like, yeah, I'm going to meet some of these people who follow me. Um, Blair, who I've met many times in the past, flew out and saw me in Paris, which I love that she did that. She literally flew from Miami to Paris to see me. Emily came from Amsterdam because we hung out in London because she was there. Uh, she actually took a train to Paris the next week to stay with me for two days. Um, and then, you know, Yasmin, who's been following me forever, she like took me out to dinner and I just had such a good time. And actually I'm going to see Yasmin soon. Yasmin is going to come to New York city in January and me and Blair are talking about going on another trip. And I don't know if that's a smart thing to do because I'm trying to save my money. But she did invite me to Miami where she lives. I might go see her in Miami. Um, I'm not even talking about my trip. Let me get to the trip. Hold on. Okay. So uh, I flew into London, which I'd never been to London. And you guys, my, my initial reaction to London is it looks like New York City to me. There are areas that... I feel like have that London vibe, like your Harry Potter vibe. But for the most part, these streets remind me of New York City. They're just less, um, they're not as straight. They're not on a grid like New York City, but they are still similar, if you ask me. Um, there's a lot of French-inspired architects in London, I, I noticed, but there's also a ton in New York City. Soho, for example, you you know, you've got the plaster buildings and stuff. Um I still think my favorite place is Paris. Uh, London was fun. I have to talk about the men there. Holy shit. Um, why do they act like that? <laughs> and what I mean is they're super cute. They're super drunk. Also, I was there during the soccer games, uh, the World Cup. So I do believe like when we were going out, most of the guys were just fucking hammered already. So that is you know, something to take into account. Um, I had so much fun at this place called the Cagnan Arms in Chelsea where I met Emily. And the reason I even knew about this bar is because I had been on Bumble 
And I just started asking like dudes who were like my type, where do you go? What bars do you go to? And this is a smart thing to do. If you're ever somewhere and uh, you want to know where to go out, get on Bumble and ask guys who are your type where they would go. That's where you go because that's where the type of men you are attracted to are going to be. And God damn it, they were. <laughs> like, holy shit. Um, I swear to God, I'm in love with this guy, Ollie, and I am such a baby. I won't even text him. Uh, he didn't – like, we literally met, like, I think the last night I was in London, maybe the night second to last night. Um, so charming. He's all he's on my TikTok, like, twice. <laughs> um, he's the one who I asked, like, what he was wearing. He's, like, a lore sport. And then I was like, wait, I thought he's a blue dish. And I was like, yeah. Anyways, I do have his number. He has my number. But I'm, like, such – like, I'm so – he's so cute. I'm, like, scared to text him. <laughs> what? Me scared? No, okay. Um, I don't know if I want to go back to London. That's the thing. Like, usually when I visit a place, I'm like, I want to go back. I could go back to London very easily. But I honestly – I don't know if it was this place I stayed or it just gave me such New York City vibes that I'm like, eh, do I care? I almost feel like that. Like, I almost feel like it's so like New York City. I have to go somewhere that's not – um, so I am talking about going to Italy right now. And there's a guy who I'm friends with who lives in Scotland from New York City. Anyway, we've been friends for years. He wants to come fly and meet me in Italy. So I was like, Blair, come. So we're talking about this. It, the likelihood of it happen could very very well happen like in March or April. Um, let's see. <laughs> Paris. Back to Paris. I feel like I know Paris pretty well at this point. Um not really. I don't go everywhere. But I had so much fun on this trip with Blair and Emily coming. I mean, honestly, um, it was, it's probably the one of the best trips I've had. I think the first trip was my favorite. And then this last one, I think over the summer, like I just was there for too long and I got bored. Um, but and when I was talking to Blair yesterday, when we were talking about where should we go, um, literally, we were, she was like, we should have stayed in Paris longer. And I was like, yeah, like you were there for two days with me. Um, she's like the funnest person to hang out with. And, um, let me see. <laughs> we did like the TikTok stuff and she, I think she's annoyed cause like she didn't want to work as much as I did. Cause I'm like, well, we're here. I'm sponsored. She was too. I have to work, actually. I have to create content. Otherwise, like, what the fuck? Um, I can't justify the expense of just flying to Europe every few months without having a sponsor or something like that, you know? And so oh, I made her do <laughs> so much work. And I remember she never complained, but I, I could kind of, like, tell that she was, like, girl. <laughs> she, she, like, said it in a way, like, um, when I'm with you, like, you make me work. <laughs> I'm just like, yes. But I feel like we both got really good content. Literally, I've been super viral for the since I've been in Paris. I got, I went viral in Paris. I think December twelfth, um, with that very beautiful girl featuring that perfume. I was wasted, you guys. I was so drunk when I went up to that girl. I was like, "You're so pretty." Like I mean, I probably seemed like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> but I was waiting with Blair for a car and like, um, Blair and I had just been on the bathroom floor of this hotel, beautiful bathroom floor. It wasn't gross. It was like a marble, like <laughs> Marie Antoinette fucking floor taking pictures. And we, I think we pissed off 
a few people at this bar with the first bar we went to. Um, but she like was contacting promoters getting us into these places. And, uh, we went to this place called Lark after. So in between these places, I talked to that really gorgeous girl who I, I can't understand how to pronounce her name. And I'm so sorry if I'm saying this wrong. I think it's Eins or Eins. And uh, she follows me. I've tagged her. So if you guys want to know who she is, I, you can DM me. Um, she's so pretty. Like, holy shit. Like, I, I, if I looked like her, guys, I would never take shit from nobody. Um, obviously, it went super viral because people want to... I think people admire beauty so much that it was really weird for me to see the comments. And I know it's sold out globally, that perfume now. Musk Rose Noir from Narciso Rodriguez. You guys, it's, it's nothing to run home about. It's a good-smelling, musky, sweet perfume. And the rose is not even that rosy. It's, I would say it's more sweet rose, um, more like candy rose, if that makes sense. It's not romantic rose at all. Um, it's very, I'd say even a little sophisticated because the musk, but I personally would have not bought that on my own. I had to buy it to review it. I would buy, I think, for her EDT because I love the fresh notes in the beginning. There's, It's still musky, but you cannot wear those perfumes unless you like musk, period. Um, what am I going to say? Um, I was so surprised how quickly it sold out, like globally. Like You can't get that perfume right now, really. I think the only place they have it is like Dillard's or something. Um, and even that now it's probably sold out. But um, that's crazy that I was able to do that. And I think it's – I wish the brand would acknowledge both me and her because honestly, honestly, like there's almost 15 million views on that fucking video. There's almost 3 million likes. I've never had a video blow up like that ever. And it comes down to her just being gorgeous. Like honestly, um, that's crazy. And I didn't even – hype the perfume up really I just said this is what the French girls smell like and I get it the way I presented it people look at that comment that statement and they're like well this is so sophisticated she's so gorgeous I want to smell like her it's crazy I, I the way that that happened um and I get it I get it because everyone wants to be a beautiful fucking girl that looks sophisticated with a perfect nose and beautiful eyes and um honestly she's very sweet too she was so sweet and she had a beautiful Chanel bag that I wanted so bad. So anyway, uh, that's crazy. Uh, so next, when after we left there, we went to this club called Lark. And this is <laughs> where the night kind of, I would say, got crazy. Oh, my God. I just took a break, and I forget where I was in this podcast. I think I was talking about Lark. And is it Lark? <laughs> I'm, Yeah. I love when people give me shit about the French. I can't speak French. I try to. Uh, that's all that matters. And you know what? I do have a point. I was on a date when I was in Paris, and this guy was like, um, you know what? You should really learn French. And I go, okay, that's a point. Um, and I've tried. I, I literally, you guys, I have a hard time with pronunciation. Um, like memor I, I, You could sit there and tell me. And I can't do it. I just, I'm from the South. I have a draw. And it's it might be just a learning thing. Like, I'm not capable of processing this information. And you know what? I hate that people give me shit about it. Because it's like, fuck you. Just because you're easy, it's easier for you, you shouldn't shame somebody. I mean, fuck that. And I fucking hate it. Because I feel like it's elitist. Let's be real. Um, 
and I'm not a stupid person. It's just something my mind can't process these words. And, uh, you know what I mean? I do try though. I've tried and I've taken literally three years of French, by the way. <laughs> like, and uh, I failed one year. So let's just be real. Like, um, so I had this guy telling me, you need to learn it. And I go, you know what? You're right. I come here enough, but also you have no problem speaking English to me. He's like, no, I don't. And so he was teaching. And I go, well, that's the point that should be made. It's more important that you know English than I know French. I'm still here appreciating your country, spending my money, helping your economy, stirring your economy. Um, that's enough. <laughs> like, um, I greet people and I say goodbye to people in the appropriate manner. I did learn the basics to be respectful but I speak English and most of you fucking speak English too. So chill the fuck out is how I feel about it. Um, and he said that too. And then there's another guy who was teaching me French and I was trying very hard. I cannot do the announce. I can't do their, is it the accent? Yeah, I can't. The way I speak French is going to be in an American French if that makes sense. And they're like, no, you need to sound like you're French though. And I go, okay, let me tell you something. Do you think you sound American when you speak English? And that got him because he doesn't. He has a French accent speaking English. So why would you expect me to have a French accent when I speak fucking French? I'm American. This is my natural accent. I can't just change it like that. But you know what? He was giving me so much shit that I felt like ripping him to his ass though. Um, I just wish people would just stop being snobs about shit in general because I can't stand it. And I'll, I'll get an attitude real quick. Um, that's one of my pet peeves, by the way. That is a pet peeve of mine is when people are mean about language and stuff like that. You're not going to do that to – imagine. And it's only acceptable to do it to, like, me as an American. Let's be real. You, you're not going to do that to anyone else but an American or maybe an English person. Um, you're not going to do make fun of anyone else trying to speak English. You wouldn't make fun of a French person trying to speak English in America. But it's okay to make fun of Americans is what I've gathered. And, I mean, I'm not that sensitive, but, I mean, I'm going to point out the fucking obvious. Um, let's see. Where was I? <laughs> so we go to this club and, uh, fuck, we're so drunk and uh we're having a good time but they have like vip sections roped off and i'm like what is this of course we didn't even and what's crazy to me is that we had a promoter let us in and he didn't even let us in he didn't give us access to the vip area so me and blair just go to the vip area and ask if we can get in nope the guy was not even fucking like the the door like the bouncer was just not having it and I was like what so we like just kind of like buddied up at these like dudes tables that um had like a bottle they were feeding us drinks which here's the, th the only thing I like about clubs everyone has a bottle you can drink from any fucking dude's bottle um and save money but the times that we did buy a drink literally $35 for a fucking like vodka soda I'm I can't deal with that, those prices. That is insane. And I'm from New York, okay? I'm, I am so used to spending $20 for a drink. But $35? Are you kidding? I was, uh, no. <laughs> Cannot do that. I need a man. So where's a man to pay for my drink? I love being independent until it comes to, like, buying my own drinks. Jesus. Um, so we just start drinking out of their bottles. They have wristbands for the VIP area. 
we made them. We didn't make them. Uh, we talked them into giving the, us their wristbands. They basically took them off, wrapped them around our arm. And instead of going, there's two entrance to the VIP area. So we just went around to the other one, and the other guy let us in. It was fine. Uh, the girls there were surprisingly nice-ish, except for this one incident. Um, and I'll never forget it because I was like, what the fuck? Uh, this guy actually calls me over to his table. Blair is... Where I don't know where the fuck she's at. I'm literally out of my mind. And this guy calls me over and he makes me a drink and we're talking and I'm sitting in the booth with him. And of course he has his friends there and um, I'm not even paying attention because this all happened very fast. He makes me a drink and he asks for my phone number. And I'm literally giving him my phone number. These girls rush me. When I say rush... I'm sitting down next to this guy and they like rush over and they all lean forward. And, and it's, to me, that is, um, aggressive and it makes me on edge. Cause I feel like you're, what are you doing? Jumping me like three women, three women screaming at me. He's married. He's married. You need to get away from him. Excuse me. Yell at your friend. First off. Second off, back the fuck up. First off, back the fuck up. Second off, yell at your friend. Um, never in my life would I expect these women to attack another woman for the actions of this man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get it, but don't fucking bum rush me like that. Like, there's a way to handle the situation in a different way. And it, I felt attacked, and I just hated that. So that was the worst part of that. Oh, no, that's not the worst part of the night. Um, then there's this guy who was not attractive to me at all. And he would not leave me alone. And when I say he literally just in the club takes me by my fucking head and presses my fucking head against his, forcefully kisses me, not just once, like several times, shoving his tongue. It was literally a mouth rape. I'm not even exaggerating. I couldn't believe this man did it. And I looked at Blair. I was like, get me away from him. <laughs> um, I think eventually a dude saw what was happening and like pushed him away from me. It was like, leave her alone. But it was so aggressive. So the night progresses. We close down this club, you guys. And um, we find these guys at the end of the night. I meet one guy who, if you follow me at the time, you saw a picture of him because he we went on a date, <laughs> which means he just came over and hung out with me because the next night I was so hungover. I gave my phone number to this really attractive man, which we still talk to each other. Like We still text all the time. and um, But Blair met this other guy, and he's like, let's do after hours. And we were like, yes, let's do it because we were just partying like – really hard I think we go back to this guy's apartment it I walked in and it was like a hotel I was like where am I this doesn't make sense because it was the most opulent apartment modern apartment I've ever been in in my life and I've been in really nice apartments by the way I've been in the apartment of like a very famous news anchor I did a movie there don't never mind anyway so, uh, start looking around and I'm fucking drunk. I jump on this very big donut that's in the middle of the room, just being stupid and drunk. Come to find out it was a very, um, very expensive piece of artwork. <laughs> oh my God. And he didn't say shit. Like at least he didn't embarrass me. You know what I mean? Uh, there was a very 
uh, you guys already know, if you were watching my story, there's also this very famous, like, artwork from someone called, God, I don't remember his name, something Takashi. Anyways, he does, like, this, like, cartoon, like, print. Um, he casually had one. And I didn't understand. I was like, this apartment's huge. Like, you just walk around. It was like a hotel. There's different rooms with different people in them. And I was like, what is this? I was like, is this his apartment? And the guy that they were, like, trying – well, not they. He, the guy who owns the apartment, was wanting me to hook up with. Hook up with. Is that the word? Yeah, that's the word. Um, he was like, this is an American producer. He's really rich. That's what he said to me to, like, get me with his friend because he liked Blair. Anyway, hold on. And so we go into his kitchen, which was the most beautiful kitchen ever. <laughs> it was, like – Everything was decorated. I mean, it was, like, decorated by a decorator. It wasn't, like, someone's natural. It was literally someone was a decorator who decorated this entire apartment. Uh, the producer guy grabs caviar and tortilla chips and starts eating them with me. He's like, let's eat these together, whatever. I am not hungry, by the way, but I start eating caviar and t tortilla chips with him. And while I'm doing that, Blair and the other guy are just talking and drinking. I don't know what they're doing, but we're all in the same room and we're just sitting at this table. Oh, what happened? Anyways, I noticed that the producer guy's wearing this um, Rolex and I'm such a stupid girl. Anytime I see a guy wearing a Rolex, I'm like, take it off. Let me wear it. Um, it was this green face and he said it was called the Hulk. So I was like, okay, I looked it up later. It was like $50,000. <laughs> um, he let me wear it for a minute. And then when I looked down to put it back on his arm, I see a wedding band. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look at his friend and go, he's married <laughs> like that because he had tried to hook me up with him. Like he was like forcefully saying, Hey, hang out with my friend. Right. Not forcefully, but encouraging it. If that was, that's a probably better word to use. Um, and he goes, yeah, <laughs> he goes, but he cheats. And I look at the guy and I go, you cheat. And he goes, yeah, I like variety. And I'm just like, Ugh, uh. and I'm like, I go, are you serious? And I said, does she know? And he said, no, I would never tell her. She's also seven months pregnant. And I'm just like, and in my mind, I'm just, I don't know what to say. And we ended up going and sitting on the couch while, I don't remember, we got on the couch and I was cold. I remember I made him go get me literally a comforter off of one random bed because I was like, there's no like throw, there was nothing cozy about this apartment. Like there was no throw blanket that you could like cuddle up with. He had to take an actual beautiful white hotel-like comforter off of a bed for me to like cozy up on the couch. And here's what pisses me off. The guy who owns the apartment comes out and goes, why don't you guys go get in bed together? And I'm like, what the fuck? He's married. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm okay entertaining him, like sitting here talking while you spit your game, whatever. I'm okay doing an after hours, but I'm not here to just like have sex with your friend who's married. That's so stupid. Um, did I? No. Um, did uh, they both try to get me to? Yes. <laughs> um, we eventually left at like 9 a.m. This guy had to leave to go to St. Bart's. Anyways, um, so I started following him on Instagram. Not the not the producer who I wouldn't have hook up with, but the, the main guy that was his apartment. Tell me why 
for the last two weeks, he's been in St. Bart's, literally with Drake, P. Diddy, Mike Tyson, (laughs) all these like very affluential, is that the word? Affluential? Uh, Affluent. You know what I'm saying. Those types. And I'm like, who is this fucking guy? Like, it's so confusing. Anyway, I'm going to, I keep following, we follow each other actually. And I don't understand this guy's lifestyle. It's crazy. Super rich people are so weird to me. Like, I'm fascinated. Stay tuned. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, this is Juliana asked me, have I ever thought of doing a perfume detox, like a period without wearing any scent? No. (laughs) No. Why would I do that? Like, you guys, I absolutely love fucking perfume. I absolutely... You guys, you don't understand. Uh, All these perfumes laying around my apartment, do you understand that I spray myself multiple times a day? Um, When I can't smell a perfume anymore, I will spray something else. Um, If I get up in the morning, I spray something. Like, lunchtime, I might spray something. Going to bed, I spray something. Uh, Taking a shower... I have all these pretty things, and while sometimes I'm not on top of my skincare, I'm on top of using my my, my pretty smell good stuff. Um, I would say I hoard candles to an unnecessary level because I'm able to get candles as well with my job. Um, I buy candles too. Like I, I've bought quite a few in the past year, and the ones I buy, by the way, I'm more likely to hoard. I don't know why. However, um, a perfume I bought this year that I'm surprised I'm not hoarding at all is the the Dre's Van Noten one, Swamaleke, and uh, I sprayed that on me actually just a minute ago, because <laughs> I'm, I'm walking around doing stuff while I'm doing this podcast, but um, I just sprayed that with the other perfumes I'm wearing, and you know what? I love it. I love being a little chemist with my own perfume. So like, um, no, I'll never do that. Like I have too many blessings, blessings called perfumes to do a detox. I don't see the point of it at all. Um, I'm actually very much trying to start using all these products and giving better reviews because I feel like I was focused, you guys, I feel like I need to refocus on what I do for a living and, um, you know, doing, I love doing these lifestyle videos alongside my beauty reviews, but the beauty reviews is what pays me. I don't get paid to go eat at Ferdy. I don't get paid to go, uh, you know, eat the Yorkshire burrito, but those are nice things to show in my content to give you another glimpse into like my life, you know? So it's important for me to talk beauty things because it's my job, actually. <laughs> so, okay. So, Sunset Blonde asked me if I had any skin procedures other than Botox filler that I love, like microneedling or lasers. Um, you guys, I am so on top of my skincare that sometimes I don't really think that I need like spa visits, and that's. I feel like those are like luxuries, and um. But I always leave the spa looking very good. and But I feel like I could get the same results at home if I just spent an hour doing <laughs> facials to myself. Um, the microneedling, for example, I have done. And um, you guys, it's a tattoo gun. I just want you guys to know what that is. Um, and I remember being like, holy shit, this is a tattoo gun with a rubber tip. And basically, they... <laughs> they shade your face. It's a shader. I, I, I remember being shocked. And they, you know, the whole thing with macroneedling is 
they it makes little punctuations, which is what tattoos do. It puts little holes in your face, and basically those holes stimulate collagen produce production, and basically it's basically scarring your face. Um, does it produce collagen? Yeah, I think so because when you damage your face, it has to like you know fix itself. Um, the time I had it done, it was such a painful procedure. I don't know how people do it casually. It hurts so bad. My face, and maybe I have sensitive face. I do have rosacea, but it's not severe rosacea. Like I have rosacea that, um, comes about with drinking and being overly hot, basically. Um, I don't usually just have redness sitting, you know what I mean? But I, if I get too hot, I'll get rosé. I'll turn red, right? Uh, this turned my face into a balloon. It was on fire. Um, and I remember the late, me being like, uh, what's the results? And she goes, look how glowing you look. And I'm like, you just basically ripped the top layer of my skin off. Um, not ripped it off. You just damaged my skin, which the concept makes sense. I don't know if I'm sold on macronatoline. It's literally... Uh, I guess, I guess, yes, yes and no. I don't do it though. I don't do it anymore because of the da it took me like a week to heal from it because my skin is not adaptable to that. I don't feel like, um, it like scabbed, my skin scabbed over it. Um, my skin also scabs on my tattoos, like, cause you basically leak fluid after these like damaging to your skin and it, it can cause a scab. Um, so don't love microneedling, although I can see it being good for people who can stand it. Um, I do love going and getting a good facial with extractions and with um, dermaplaning, which is basically they're shaving your face. You can still do that at home. However, the last time I did get a facial with dermaplaning professionally, I felt like it looked better than maybe how I would do it. Um, I would invest in those kind of facials. Um, I like lymphatic facials. I think those are important, especially if you have like swollen face, you just, um, hold on to a lot of water weight and stuff. It, it helps. It really does. Um, the Dior facial I had in Paris, which I'm going to make a video on it. Hopefully today I need to get off here and start doing some TikToks and stuff. Um, I did not like that facial. And I remember I went there because we saw the same viral video. I went to Dior Spa in Paris and spent $400. I want to know what she did. I have to watch that video again because it was not $400 to go there. She must have bought product is what I think. I don't know. Or she got a massage plus facial. But the facial I got was $130 for 30 minutes. I blinked and it was over. And the the microderma tool she used did nothing. It was no intensity. Um, did I look refreshed after it? Yes, but I would never pay for it again. Absolutely not. It was a beautiful experience that I will never do again. And I don't regret doing it. How about that? All right. Okay. Somebody asked me what common trends I think would be popular this year. I'm not, I don't watch those videos. I know they exist, but I'm, I'm not super familiar with the people who are guesstimating how the fashion trends, beauty trends, whatever are going to move forward. However, I do have some opinions. I think the millennial glossier type of stuff is going to come to a crash and burn. I don't think we're going to see as much cutesy, um, packaging and, um, I just, I feel like it's going to, I feel like people are leaning more towards like more sophisticated looking products and marketing. I just kind of think people are over the whole pink millennial stuff. Um, 
I still like Glossier. I know that th- there's so much hate for that brand. Um, I, I just refuse to hate on it. I really love Glossier U, by the way. Um, what do I think? I think there'll be more Glossier U type perfumes that come out, which basically musky, genderless, um, good for everybody. I feel like that's going to be trending. Um, I mean, with perfume, the come on, you guys. Like, there, you can't be that. <laughs> I don't, you can't be that unique with perfumes that much now. A lot of them smell like each other. Let's be real. You come out in the spring, you're going to have a bunch of florals. Come out in the um, summertime, you're going to have a bunch of beachy, coconut, and sunscreen type of perfumes, which I see a lot more of those being produced. I have a feeling we're going to see more Alien Goddess, which it smells like beach walk. You know, like I just feel like we're going to have a lot more sunscreen type perfumes come out. Um, Amber perfumes are always (laughs) popular. They're always coming out. Um, I don't know. Like, I I just feel like perfumes, uh, it's so random and it's seasonal, really. Like, I don't see the trends being any groundbreaking trend center perfumes. However, the ones that go viral, those are going to be replicated. So let's just be, let's sit back and see what happens. You know what I mean? Anything that's gone viral is going to be replicated to an extent. Um... So what happened with, like, Lalabo with, like, Santel 33? Like, you can get a Santel 33 from almost every fucking perfume house now. You know what I mean? It's violet leaf. It's sandalwood. It's um, leather. It's, you know what I mean? It's those notes that are, but that's also, like, a classic. I don't know. Um, what else do I think? Um, Fashion-wise, I, you know, you guys, I, I I don't care. <laughs> I don't care so much about the fashion-wise stuff because I feel like that's a group of people who decide that. And, you know, it's people – I don't think we as consumers are deciding the fashion, if that makes sense. You're going to get it from high fashion houses, and it's going to trickle down. Let's think of um, – the pro- devil wears a Prada that when she gives that whole spiel about the turquoise belt, like that is how we get our fashions. Um, it's not necessarily coming from the consumers. It's coming from the top and trickling down. So I'm not going to make any type of guesstimates on that. As far as makeup and marketing goes though, that's where I have an opinion. So basically I'm, I have a feeling we're going to see more sophisticated driven type of packaging. I just have this feeling. I don't know why. I think we're, we're going to see le- like maybe more white with like just natural black font. I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of sick of the millennial type of like skincare push though. I thought it was a little, it was really cute at one point, but like, I don't necessarily want, maybe I'm just grown up. Like I don't necessarily want to have my vanity full of just like bubblegum pink things anymore. I I feel like I'm more into like, I I really want to try like a whole Chanel haul, to be honest, with skincare. I don't know. It's not like everyone's going to change their branding overnight though, either. So. All right. I have to wrap this up. I've been talking forever and I need to make lunch. Um, I think I'll do a podcast soon on like my goals and how I'm doing with them, especially with me watching what I'm eating. Um, like I need to make lunch right now. And, uh, so like what I'm making is I have like these low carb wraps and I'm just putting some tuna fish on it. I think the simpler I make life for me, the better. Oh, wait, 
I put food in the oven. Holy shit, I forgot. All right, I have to actually go. Uh, you guys, I love you so much. I wish you guys um, the happiest of New Year. I hope that you're um, doing well and healthy and happy, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for supporting me over the past few years. Bye. <laughs>